Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 5, Go-Getters! And I have to welcome back the guy that I roller skate with hand-in-hand, hand, walking down the street, and yeah, Katie can come too. Joe Dirty Locks is back with us tonight, everybody, Joe Dirty Locks. But here we are tonight to talk about this Walking Dead episode, and of course, we're not also not alone. We have with us the motherfucking chat, who's with us to talk about this episode of The Walking Dead. If this is your first time joining us, please jump in the motherfucking chat. Share your thoughts about this episode and the season of The Walking Dead in general. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can call in at 315-948-8237. You can leave a voicemail or text 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 781-990-8509. Join the G Plus community, join the friends of Phil, join the Discord group, join the motherfucking chat, get in there, subscribe, have fun! And here we are into this episode of, of fucking The Walking Dead. And I have to say it right off the bat, the most important thing to talk about in this episode is I think, whether we, we'll get into the good, we'll get into the bad of this episode, but I think stealing the show tonight is Steven Ogg, or whatever, I think that's his name, playing playing Trevor, he's not playing Trevor, his character's name is Simon in this episode, really stole the show for me tonight. His, him and even his minor point in this episode, and Maggie, I really enjoyed Maggie tonight, and I enjoyed Gregory being a dick tonight. I thought that actor brought a lot to the role, into the moments of, of forgetting everyone's name. I thought there was a lot to like in this episode. It was a step in a good direction. I, I personally had a lot of fun with this episode. This was... Probably, all in all, one of my favorite episodes of the season, but, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm grabbing on straws here, guys. I'm grabbing oh, on no. fucking straws. Okay, so what do you guys think about this? Sorry. Okay, I was saying to Katie, I don't know if it's because, you know, I haven't been excited about anything I've seen since, I guess, last season at some point. I, it would be hard-pressed for me to find the exact moment I was last super impressed with the show, but I, I gotta say that I don't know if it's because of that, or this episode genuinely was that good, but so I don't know if it's got a ten on because of the curve or if it actually was a ten at this point. But it was definitely my favorite episode this season. Not one of, not like oh well, it had its moments in different and like no no no. It was definitely hands down my favorite episode. Full episode. This season. full episode. Okay, because that that's where that's where my thing is. I like the end of last week's episode a lot when Rick had to explain to everyone in dealing with the fallout for the Negan situation. I really dug that part of the episode. But I agree, from beginning to end, this was probably the best. They had a good balance of all the stories bouncing from back back and forth. Did I love all Enid's act? Did I love all Enid's acting in the episode? No. Did I love everything that happened in this episode? No. But no. there was there was enough going on in it that I definitely enjoyed it, and there was enough to keep me interesting. Let's jump in the live motherfucking chat. Joe and Crow nevermore. Hey Phil, sub Phil didn't watch the episode, but love your show. Thank you, SM. Nice blazer, stay classy. I missed you, Joe. Who the fuck is that? Where's the beard? Oh, we need a Kickstarter to get Phil another beard. I know. Don't don't worry. This is the last last one before oh, the winter i know it, it's the the glare off the beard don't Dude, even give it a grows so fucking quick on him it's mm -hmm. ridiculous mm -hmm. yeah you guys will see you me should see him look, like if his shirt was off you would be like dude man isn't it like that's a nice sweater and woven <laughs> no one no one wants to no one wants to see that joe but joe this episode when they were rolling rollerblading down the street it just made me think of this joe it made me think that every time i think about you being on the podcast i think of this Though I'm proud to call you Chocolate Bear, the crowd will always talk and stare. I feel 
skates. Yes, I know. I might get flagged for that for just playing that song. But I think about listening you know, to that. You, know, you roll the skate, I skateboard. Yeah, or yeah. Bicycle. Holding your hand, rolling down the street, singing this song, Joe. To hide and explain our guy love. That's all it is. Guy love. He's mine. I'm his. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm always excited when I think that I think that song. What, what's the song they use for that video game commercial? This is the best day of my life, or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, beardless <laughs> Phil is beardless Phil is scarier than The Walking Dead's been in seasons. Holy shit! Oh gosh, it's it's fuck. It is fucking scary, guys. I, I don't doubt it. It makes me look like a creeper hiding in the bushes, getting ready to attack someone. But okay, so this episode it looks like he's twelve without it, though. Without the beard, though, mm -hmm. dude, you look mm -hmm. so. Fuck it, you are such baby face. Oh, like, I hear it all the time, but I see it in you. Like I like you're Jesus. What's up, Jesus? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so anyways, this episode, it it I I actually I agree with you, Joe. I think from beginning to end, this episode did have stuff we can pick apart and we'll get into it. But I agree that all in all, I think there was enough really good stuff going on in this episode. I think the actor that plays Jesus is bringing a lot to the table. I think the actor that plays Gregory is bringing a lot to the table. Hilltop, out of all the areas we're going to, Hilltop seems to be the most interesting to me because I really like Maggie. I think yeah. fucking Lauren Cohen, she kicked ass in this episode and just just subtly, subtly Sasha's kind of a bore to me. Carl and Enid can go fuck themselves. I have no interest in any yep. of that. But we got a little bit of Rick and all of that. At least we touched in with Rick for a second to set them off at least to see where we're going with them. I thought it all fit together pretty well minus some of, some little nitpicky shit that we'll, that we'll definitely get I don't into. Even, we saw Rick tonight? Yeah, I don't remember. We saw Rick for like few few seconds seconds <laughs> i'm babyface too phil people think i'm 12 all the time i get yeah i got carded today it was horrible he looks like a serial killer in child's play before he becomes the chucky doll <laughs> please anyone who's watching with, without the beard phil i expect to see like a, a bunch of balloons behind you <laughs> i don't want to derail the walking dead episode but i do want anybody in the live chat that has any awesome insults about my shaved face please share them in the in the comment section i'll try to get to the most of them or or share them in the comment section later i want to hear how creepy i look with a shaved face so we'll get we'll get into that uh, uh champion says sorry i'm not feeling maggie at all i don't like maggie that much she's kind of boring to me uh, they need to show all the locations more just like what game of thrones set does says marcus caesar i'm with you claudio yes yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think they do too. I enjoy the show more. I don't mind The Walking Dead. I I don't mind occasional episodes that The Walking Dead chooses to do this, but I think as a whole, I've disliked the episodes that do that or had problems with the placements of them more than more than not. I, I personally like one of the two governor episodes that we got, governor focused episodes that we got. The Morgan stuff, I like it. I don't think it should have been an hour and a half. Uh, certain things I don't mind having focus episodes, but I enjoy The Walking Dead more when we have as many of our characters involved, yeah. even in minor roles at a, at a point. I think that's one of the strengths that the show has with having such a wide array of a cast and and so many interesting personalities. And I think still they have a lot of really interesting personalities. You forget about someone like Jesus tonight and seeing him do ninja moves and shit like that. Or someone like Gregory who is a bigger dick than it just in his part time than Negan could be completely. Or someone like Trevor, Greg, uh, whatever his name is on the show again, uh, Simon. Oh, yeah. I really, I really think you're right. Um, this, this show now, hopefully they follow through with their promise last season of our world is go about to get a lot bigger because with that, if they can spend, start spending more times with some of these other groups um, or, 
with us and let us get to know some of them without just throwing them at us so that we know that they're going to be fodder. Yeah. You no, know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to get some Trevor backstory. I'm really curious. Yeah, we're just going to call him Trevor episode. for now. Yeah. He's okay. going to be GTA Trevor. Right. We understand oh, if people. It, yeah, okay. it, is, it is Grand Theft Auto Trevor. If for whatever it's worth, he's also on yeah. Westworld too. But uh, And Saul. And, Better Call Saul. And Better Call Saul. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's in a lot of great shows right now. So tr so Trevor, his character, we do know what his name of his character is in the show. It's His name is Simon on the show. But we will not. Trevor. Yeah. Mm. Trevor Simons is his name. No, his name is Simon. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be. Simon. Yeah, we we are calling him Trevor from now on. Uh, let's jump in the live chat for a second. Corey says, "What the fuck is Weird Al doing sitting in Phil's chair? Uh, is anyone in the prof department over in Issue Studios send Phil some fucking beards? Where the fuck's Tara?" Tara Chan says, "I still want a Tara episode. I don't like her that much. But what the fuck happened? To I don't like it. Th our scenes for next week. We didn't get scenes for next week. We got scenes from from future episodes of The Walking Dead." Yeah, this season. Yeah. This season. Tara this heavy, season on. It looked. They did it Tara heavy in the scenes yeah. from... Uh... Where is... Well, uh, you know what? I, I'm not excited to really see anything about our characters right now. Um, I want to explore more of the hilltop and more of the... Uh, the, the, the tiger play. The tiger play. The tiger play. Tiger town. Yeah. Was it the kingdom? The kingdom. Kingdom. The kingdom. And I wasn't saying because the guy in charge is African American. I was saying they all have those like handmade spears. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I thought huh. when that came out of my mouth that it might not have sounded. Yeah, they're well. they're very a spear heavy community. Correct. They Horse make their own spears. Spear and yes. That's what I was referring. To. Tyler says, "I hope I made that beard into a sweater in New Zealand. That would be top quality." He let me hold it. Says mm. Walter. Phil needs to start a post grunge Christian band. Okay. Have a good night, Sam. Take care. Sleep he did. Well, he plays a song from it at the end of every uh, show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the kingdom is so horrible to me. I have a negative interest in seeing it. So stupid. I know I missed last week, yeah. but but did we get a new? Yeah, did we get a new host to this issues program? Well, people want to know if they got a new. new I went away for a week and I come back and like I can barely look at my screen. It's like this bright orb. Promised. Reflecting. Okay, so so uh, let, let's just get into this. Let's get right into this episode because there's a lot. There's, there's a lot to talk about. I, I knew this. I was afraid of what I would have to deal with tonight with this fucking sh fucking crap. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> Okay, let's get into this episode. Because I'm really excited where this episode starts. We start up, we open up, we we start right in the best possible place. We start out on Maggie's pretty eyes. Yeah. It's the fucking... <laughs> Phil is as smooth as a baby's anus right now. <laughs> keep it, oh! Keep oh, jeez. Oh, yes. Ugh. Smooth as a baby's Ugh. anus. Uh, Why, now you can just... Katie, you can just imagine a baby's anus on my face. Like the well, I mean, recently people talk about the cheeks. What what are you doing with baby Zanuses, dude? Get out of there. <laughs> I love it. Katie's doing bits. I love it. That was, that was great. So we okay. So we open up on Maggie's pretty eyes, and she's looking at a flower, and someone uh, someone's talking to her. It's Doc Carson, and we get some backstory about placentas and things being ripped apart and separation. But yada yada yada. The baby's all right. 
Maggie made it. Yeah. So did the baby. The baby's, baby's all right. <laughs> baby's all right. The mama's all right. They just get a little crazy. Okay, so he. <laughs> he yes, that's the song at all. Thank you. <laughs> so he listens to the heart and he tells her she needs to take, you need to take it easy, dude. And she needs to stay at the hilltop for the completion of her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Carson says, do you have any questions? And she tries to get up. And and this is kind of a funny moment. I, I enjoyed this. This was played well. She just goes, wait a second. Could you repeat everything that you just said? I didn't hear All a single it. fucking word. that you and, and, that, and that's perfect because, like, you're waking up from something like that. Nothing's processed. He's throwing a bunch of shit at her. None of it's getting processed. She's thinking about, you know, still... Glenn and the Abraham trauma. and the trauma and all this other shit, like and the and, whatever pain she happens to still be in from the surgery and waking up and well, and just hearing your baby is okay, like yeah, that, like say that to me five more times, man, because I don't believe it yet. <laughs> like yeah, that's it, huge. It was it was. A, I like that. I like that opening scene. I like the yeah. I. Uh, I agree, Joe. I, I wrote in my note, like, really like the opening scene. I love how this episode started out, even over to the Maggie and Sasha showing up. And yeah, I've never been a big, a I mean, big Maggie fan, even though I've yeah. said it. Like, I'm not, I haven't been uh, huge on Maggie in a long time. I think they've kind of almost written her off the show up until recently. Yeah, um, they really weakened her character. Since right, we, we've character. been talking about since the Beth thing, you've really had a problem with Maggie mm. and and both of us. We railed on that about her her lack of emotional response for for since the she missing. disappeared. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. she's gone now, just like everybody else. All right, move on. Yeah, she became very much a shadow character, and they just kind of eased us with her a little bit, and then would just set her back in the background. Right. So it's it was a good it was good to see her step up and be like that strong. Um, I just blanked on her name. Maggie. Maggie. Yes. I was yeah, thinking Lauren Cohen. You're right, exactly. Being that strong Maggie that we saw more towards the beginning when we first yes. met her, when Glenn first met her, and she was the strength behind their relationship and kind of mm -hmm. pushing him, mm -hmm. pushing him and giving him more balls. Let's jump into the live chat for a second. And Ben says, Phil needs dreadlock so that we can have the dreadlock pass. Uh, uh Terry Chan says I could have an entire rant about how much I dislike the Enid Kasha. Leave a voicemail, Terry Chan, 781-990-8509. If you if you're if you feeling motivated. If anyone wants to leave a voicemail, 781-990-8509. Beardless Phil again. Great to see you, Amanda. Brandy says definitely getting better as the season goes. Claudio says, I imagine a C oh yes, I, I would pay money to see Negan and his gang slowly circle skate around someone intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> like in Warriors. Like Warriors? Yeah, like yeah. in the Warriors. Roller skate gang from the Warriors. Oh my goodness. That would actually so improve the Negan character. <laughs> roller skates. You know, oh. the best thing they could do, and I'm, I'm going to just boy. come out straight out and say it again, like, I, the best thing they could do to for the Negan character? Kill him. Make Trevin. Trevor the Negan character. <laughs> we were talking about that in the preview. They are all Negan. I also love how just uh, we found out earlier that Maggie ran over some boy's car. She ran over Joe's Camaro when she was younger. Joe fucked with Maggie. Yeah, that was That was the pre-apocalypse, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Ma She's Ma a badass. Yeah, Maggie is a fucking badass. badass. All Phil my cars looked like they had been run over by something because mm -hmm. I, I'm such a bad driver younger. <laughs> okay, so Carson says, uh, yes, uh, stay with us. So we go off to Sasha and Maggie who uh, Maggie comes out and greets her and they head out and they bury Abraham and Glenn's body Maggie seems upset but she seems more together than I thought she was going to be and Sasha kind of holds her up and they have some gravity and excuse me this is one of the things I really liked about the beginning of excuse me of this episode 
It's something, for whatever it's worth, I haven't felt a lot in the rest of the season. A, a sense of weight to actually the events happening. Something happening, being invested in what was going on in the moment. It was almost an unfamiliar feel for me of how I've been, how I personally have been feeling about this season of The Walking. I'm like, holy shit, I care. And that, and that, I think that's why I like this episode better than the rest. It wasn't necessarily structurally, some camera stuff bothered me, some editing stuff maybe got to me a little bit here and there. But emotionally, I was actually connected to the characters and the ship that was going on. Whether it be yes. for Trevor and understanding his character about wanting to wanting to show off for Negan and being in a, a real responsible situation. I think the show, for whatever it's worth, in the good and the bad, has established the pecking order and how the Negan group, how the saviors work. So to see that Trevor is getting this kind of responsibility and put in this position... I could kind of feel from his perspective through all this. And, mm. and and he seemed a little bit more rounded and human of a character. He seemed more like the girl from last season, the, the D girl from the Sopranos, uh, and also the other, the other people that we met, the Roseanne character, yeah. all the other saviors that we've met pre-Negan that seemed like more rounded humans. And it seemed like right. that again. Yeah, exactly. And what, what they would do, all their different touches. So I felt like we got a lot through... Mm -hmm through that character that he, he he added a lot to the whole, to the saviors just through his performance in this episode for me. Yeah. Well, and Much agreed. I, I think he's added to the, I think um, when I was watching him in this episode, I was thinking, and listening to him talk, it was very Negan style shit, all of it, you know, like, and then taking half and everything. And I thought, see, this is how you come off as kind of like, nice and kind of creepy at the same time which negan's not doing for me this was more mm -hmm. what everybody's been saying that negan is supposed to be and then i started thinking back about what we saw from him in the previous episodes when he's he's the main guy that does the talking when he's hurting uh rick's group yeah at the bridge mm -hmm. remember how have i treated you so far really yeah. good right like it's your and, last day and even the Earth. way he shoots the gun in the air he's like bang bang <laughs> and he just looks at him right. Right, mm -hmm. like he's he's uh he's captured what I feel I've been told the Negan and what and what I think they're trying to do with the Negan character much better, and uh, I, I I'm really impressed with with what this guy's given us. I I, I saw in the chat um someone said that he did try out for uh, Richie said he did try out for the Negan part, and I agree, Johnny Rico. They absolutely dropped the ball by not going with him. Yes, um, he does it very well. He, he does this this yeah. role very well he he gives it a, a more subtle and and deeper feel he has charisma he has charm even without trying overblown cartoonishness yeah that uh, right and one of the things we've seen from him is he's done all this menacing shit he mm -hmm. was the architect or at least we believe he's to be the architect behind the gate episode of at the night time and and all that that when he, he comes in and he right and when he comes in mm -hmm. and he and he takes everybody's stuff they don't kill anyone we don't see them torture anyone we don't see them beat anyone up um it's you effective know, terrorism yeah. right he's played he, he he does it a lot better than what negan has mm -hmm. done so far mm -hmm. and uh it it kind of plays to that like that again like we're not here hurting people we just need to take our half and you need to understand that yeah and that's kind of what they're supposed to be doing with Negan, but I wish they'd put him in as the Negan part. Maybe I would have a little bit better. But then they've just given us so fucking much. What, out of four episodes? You're like, 
four hours of TV, three hours of it is fucking Negan speech. I, I want to blow my fucking brain out. But yeah, it, it seems like they, they're trying so hard with this Negan character to really make an impact on people. And it's just falling flat because it is. It's too much. There's no charm to it. It's just very cartoonish. It's very adolescent. But, it's an adolescent um, interpretation but Katie, of what a grown-up sadist would be. But Katie. And not really the truth. He had me hold it. <laughs> he, no. <laughs> he had me hold it. He had me hold it, Katie. <laughs> oh, Sorry. That's when, when I saw that... When I saw that, I was like, no, I missed that. I could have, I was going to, I would have had so much fun if he had me hold it all night long. Uh, Joe, Joe, it's not good. Joe, it's not good. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's, it's a forever sound clip for the show now. Coral, he had me hold it, Coral. Oh my gosh. Hello, my name, hello, my name, hello, my name is Negan. And I've, for years, I've suffered from erectile dysfunction. Corey Mitchell's cracking me up. <laughs> okay, so, so Corey Mitchell has always... Until cracked. I had Rick hold it. He had me hold it. Joe... That, that would be a reasonable explanation for Lucille's existence. Joe and Katie, could you yeah, guys, could you guys uh, turn up your master volume over there a little bit, Joe? Master. Turn up your master volume. Thank you to Providence. My master has been erased. Awesome. Much? No, that's cool. That's perfect. Providence, Rhode Island says jo Joe's volume is low, and he says, "Are you seriously telling? Are you, you seriously telling me Jesus is the only one that can fight at Hilltop? Well, he can. Hasn't he trained anyone else? He's got those kicks down. He does, dude. All about the kicks. <laughs> they're, they're, Chalk Boy says there's too much witty banter. There needs to be more killing on the podcast or on the show. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Die, Joseph. Yeah, yeah that's a good question on the on the podcast or on the show. Reach you. You kill, 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 hey, kill, hey, crow, kill, kill, kill. The atheist bastard says the walking witty banter. They should be. They should yeah, be tough. Okay, so let's get back to it. Saucer says it's uh, Maggie says uh, everything's okay. The baby's okay. Everyone's all right. Uh, she's Maggie says uh, they told me it, the baby would be born okay, but I need to stay here. But I haven't decided yet. Then Jesus comes up and Jesus shows some flowers. <laughs> and uh, Jesus arises. Yeah, Jesus Jeez. arises. Jesus arises, and then by the graves, flowers and kids. And then, uh, and then that Greg douche comes up, and I was I was impressed with Jesus this this episode. Yeah. No, this another, was my another character I've not been the, the the biggest fan of. Jesus Christ, Joe, I agree. Jesus was fucking off. <laughs> this was Jesus's best episode. He he was in the house in this episode. Jesus rose to the occasion. Jesus yeah, definitely. I like his. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you brought me the flowers by my bed? What what? Oh, the blue means this, and uh, the green yeah, means release. I like. And I I'm gonna really release, like baby. And, yes. <laughs> Oh, I love Jesus too. Uh, so, anyways, so oh, the name Damn. Jesus Jesus. loves you. Jesus Christ, superstar. Jesus is more of a hippie than Morgan. They need to switch Simon and Jeffrey. It was much, much better. Witty, hey guys, Witty is a bit of a stretch for this season. We need world pro police style sure? montage of Jesus <laughs> training with Ma with uh, Maggie in the fighting arts. Jesus is very cute. I can't not like him, says Terra Chan. 
So, okay. So, so Greg comes in, he starts being a douche about Negan's guys, calls Maggie Marsha a bunch of times, calls Rick Rich, I think. He acts like an ass, tells her to go, uh, says, get the fuck out of here. You guys are, you guys are trouble. If Negan's guys see you here, it's going to give me culpability. I want plausible deniability that I didn't know shit about you guys and I didn't hire you guys. I want you guys out of here. If Negan's men see you here... It's 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 bad, but I'm a good guy. You guys can stay the night and leave in the morning if you want. That that's my plan. So Jesus kind of Jesus kind of surprised he didn't say if you want to stay the night you can spend it in my room. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he does. He says that later. No, but I, I figured he was gonna like. He should have been pressing that even more. <laughs> He he presses it, or he he doesn't. He does the subtle perv thing where he goes, uh, "Joe, Joe, Joe, is it okay if I uh, fuck your crow?" Oh no, I'm kidding. I didn't mean fuck your crow. I mean, You're I just mean, supposed to talk. I think you need to leave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, touch you your got crow. The wrong idea by my crow. I think you've inferred what I did not. Talk. Right, exactly. I didn't. I didn't mean fuck your crow. I meant fuck your crow. Like fuck her. You know, I didn't mean I wanted to fuck her or anything like that. So. Not proper fuck. Not proper fuck. <laughs> not not a not a shag. I don't want to really a ra- no not not raper Greg. More like uh, per- he it, he likes prostitute. He 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 figures sex is something that you can bargain with. Negotiate. Yeah, you want deal. you want us it's to on do the this table. for you. Well, you do this for my community, <laughs> and you blow me, and that's the deal. He's like a casting couch. It's he's not rape. He's trying to make a deal. He's. Is treating women as the or maybe it's men Joe. Who we haven't seen them with men, Joe. It's 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 backroom casting apocalypse couch. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something something backroom apocalypse. Backroom apocalypse casting couch. Then, Let's so, see if we can't make a deal. Yeah, yeah. I know some agents. I'll make you a star. We got to videotape it. They want to know what they're getting. Uh, Ahmed says the mayor is is the actor from Terminator Two. He's impaled by T one thousand while drinking milk. Oh, was he he the fa- he the stepdad? Was he John Connor's stepdad? I believe. Who? Oh, the mayor is the actor T two. That was that was uh, the, uh do some IMDb and if if uh to to yeah. to, to check it up. But I I think he? I know he's been in stuff. I recognize the actor. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit. But but yes, if I think stabbed with milk by T one thousand was the was the stepfather of John Con- John Connor. So Maggie is Maggie is pregnant, and I love how Gregory says, uh, "Well, Maggie's pregnant," and Greg's like, "Well, well, that's her mistake." Yep. And yeah, no shit. Yep. I mean, um, Did, okay. I don't want. My fault. She was irresponsible. Joe, we we do that Howard Stern thing a lot, but I'm gonna say it again. A couple times with some of the stuff Gregory was saying, and he's saying a lot of asshole pervy you should do. But a couple of the things he's starting to make a little sense when he was just There's some pearls in yeah, that there. Yeah. Ocean. He throws out a few pearls of wisdom with the rest of the bullshit. Yeah. It may be an ocean of shit, as Abraham would put it, but you'll find a pearl if you sift hard enough. Exactly. So we come back into a dartboard, and this is our scene with Rick. Rick is trying to talk Carl into coming with them on the trip, and Carl is... Carl is not taking any of this shit. Carl is... is This this shit's fucked, Dad. I wish you'd come with us. Someone's gonna be here for Judith. There's people who want to help. We'll only be gone a few days at the most. We need supplies. They're going to be coming back soon. Is this how it's going to be now? Yes. Yes, Carl. It is. <laughs> you know that. Now, now, how do you feel about this, Joe? You were saying it a little bit before I started the clip. How do you feel about Carl's reaction to 
to everything that's going on in this situation? Wh whose side do you want in this situation? Carl's reaction is actually like, how do you say to yourself, you're going to like, you're a teenage boy. You want to rebel against dad anyway, most of the time. And then dad's telling you to sit by and be passive when all your hormones and testosterone, little testicles are pumping hard, telling you to go kill and you've yeah. learned how to kill and you know how to kill and you have to do it all the time you don't you definitely aren't agreeing with this let's sit back and not kill no. anymore dad all right let's swallow all of these yeah. injustices no and carl's a little he's a little badass and that's what he's gonna go out and do i hope he just uses uh what kind of a brain he's got in his head which obviously he's not because like yeah i'm such a great roller skater because those aren't from the fucking 70s people actually use those now i guess and not rollerblades um yeah, and, hold it. Roller skater, awesome. <laughs> yeah uh, and that you know let's let's take our shoes off let's make it really hard for us to get away from uh, zombies attacking us and uh be unsteady on our feet and let's roller skate the rest but of it use fun. all these muscles we've never fucking they're gonna be in a lot of pain tomorrow yeah. that's fucking sure i can't wait how many hills do they have to go up first hill you the first hill you fucking come like Raycart fell on your rollerblade mm -hmm. like how many times i don't think i'm gonna take these off i'll walk up the hill next to you joe like yeah uh, like they're on a uh, yes yeah yes well, yes the thing is about this is that they've learned from adults who make stupid decisions <laughs> at true. least for these two it makes sense because they're smart kids but they don't have wisdom like adults should have so yeah they're gonna do something stupid to achieve a moment of joy let's jump into the live motherfucking chat here and i agree with you katie they're they're, they're finding their own moments here and carl oh, carl gets a little something in the woods too as we get into her excuse me no enid gets a little something in the woods uh i hate pussy rick's claudio coral coral please come coral come how selfish do you have to be to not put out in the zombie apocalypse as atheist terry chan says am i the only i think i'm the only one who kind of likes carl i can kind of relate to him right now and Claudio says, I, I do too. I'm with you. No, I, I relate to I relate to him and I relate to Enid. I whether I what even what I think about their performances, I think I would probably, even as an adult, be more like them in the zombie apocalypse in all reality mm. when it really comes down to it. I'd be a little wishy-washy, whiny bastard, I think, in some ways. Uh and you I'd have like Greg. Oh, rebellious fuck the world. Yeah, you would be kind of Greg-ish, Joe. You you would, you would be kind of great. Claudio says, and you have the bluest of balls. Sure. Claudio says, and you have the bluest of balls because Edith is not putting out. That makes you edgy. Hannah says, I never thought I'd be rooting for Curl. Uh, Corey says, we now interrupt the zombie apocalypse to bring you Beth Unplugged. Then she coming. Sorry. Uh, Carl missed all of his shots on the dartboard. Carl is too good for Enid. Hello, Anthony. No one has wisdom, says, says Iron Throne. I agree. Not in this Iron world. world. Not yeah. in this world. No one. No none of one them. has none displayed any wisdom whatsoever. Jesus might be the only one so far by uh, moving them from one closet <sighs> to another closet. Yeah. I like Trickery. how they're like, we're going to take half your shit now. Spread out and don't search any of the closets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea. Next time the saviors come back, can we hide half our shit in the closets? 
Like, like, I think under that's the a good, bed. Yeah, under the bed. Can we? They'll never look there. <laughs> oh, Joe, you're ruining people's dreams and and, and enjoyment curtains. of the show. Providence Rhode Island says, hey, "Oh shit, I was enjoying the roller skates until Joe made me realize the perils." <laughs> you ruined your, your pot. <laughs> How many your times in your life have you been on fucking roller skates? How many times awesome. have they been on roller skates? We've seen Carl grow from three feet tall to five feet tall, and never once even oh, seen a pair of fucking roller well, skates. He's gonna put them on, and like you could see they're almost about to fall the fuck over as soon as they and then like you take them out of this fucking bag that's been sitting on the side of the road for how fucking long and like Enid's like oh great 80s knee socks gonna put those on too like are you fucking serious let me take off my socks and put on the the, the perfect white knee high socks yep. I'm gonna look so hot for my boy Carl over there yep oh my god how's he supposed to look at her and the road with his one fucking eye and roller skate at the same time <laughs> He's not. He's supposed to hold on to her for his balance. Yes. That'll make fighting zombies real go. fucking easy. That was all her plan, Katie. Coral. Kate, that was all her plan. She wanted to seduce yep. him to do do a classic so I, TV fall, roller skate fall into a kiss. Mm-hmm. I gotta say oh, this too. you're blind. You, Get behind me and I'll lead you. You gotta Whoops. think that there aren't too many zombies in this area anyway with the saviors yeah. trying to clear it out, with the hilltop clearing it out, with anybody else clearing it out. Um... All the zombies that fell in the quarry that they cleared out over at Alexandria, the thousands and thousands. But it's it comes down to, I think, they had so many trucks with them that I think they brought those zombies with them. I think they zombie bombed them also. Oh, yeah. So maybe there aren't that many zombies in the area and they, they feel okay enough to roller skate. But, like, she's out for a 10-minute bike ride. She gets fucking attacked by two fucking zombies. Yeah, no, it's not a safe thing to do. Quick, let's uh, in, in fairness, Joe, she has uh, she has damsel character smell all over her, so the zombies I'm are not attracted. saving you again, again. until five. Now. I'm not saving you. I'm not. I'm not saving you at the end of this episode. No way. So, so Carl and Michonne talk as we continue in this episode. Carl and Michonne talk around it, and Carl thinks Rick is wrong, and Michonne says, "Even if I, even I, I don't know." I don't know. I'm confused. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know it. I don't know. You don't know anything. Wait, yeah. And that's true. I I was with her on that. Yeah. I like this is shit you need to, to think about. about. You don't like jump yeah. into it impulsively. Like we've done everything else. <laughs> Carl is just like fuck this shit. And Michonne's yes, have some fun. Grab the roller skates. Grab that bag and bring it with you. Put it on your back and bring it back to the nice, safe, walled-off fucking roller community where town. you can roller skate around town holding your little girlfriend's fucking hand. Like, how about staying off the fucking main road where the saviors are driving back and forth all over the fucking place where they're going to say, oh, look, a couple little boys and girls. Let's kill the kid. They'll think the zombies did it. Let's rape the girl and then throw her in the fucking ditch next to him. Are no, you kidding me? Like, too. Hey, what the fuck? Equal opportunity, man. Yeah, rape them both. Stay off the fucking road. Stay off the fucking road. Well, I mean, no, I know I mean, the zombies yeah. become stealthy in like the thicket, in the brush, in the leaves. <laughs> you can't hear them stumble walking mm-hmm. through it. And no. and it is easier to track people on pavement when you're in a rush on horseback. <laughs> so maybe that's why you do stay on the road mm-hmm. instead of the brush. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming right. Okay, so so this is my favorite episode of the season so far. Trying to apply reason to the most unreasonable. Yeah, I the atheist bastard says it perfect in the live chat. Joe's acting like teenagers ever made sense. So so Carl is just like fuck this shit. Michonne kicks it and heads out, and uh, so 
so okay, so who's leaving to go? We see Enid, who's leaving to go see Maggie, who's gonna walk all the way to Hilltop, and she oh. she she flirts she, she flirts shames them and says, "Oh, I'm better at aiming at you. No, you're not." <laughs> oh, blah 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 blah. They have a they have a whole big big thing go back and forth. It's and, called oh. negging, Phil. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's called negging. He ne she negged him. You can't shoot now. Fuck me. Oh wait, Carl falls. You can't shoot, but you sure is cute. Oh, <laughs> so then we go back to Sasha and Jesus, and Jesus is happy that she's there, and Jesus is really happy, and uh, and Jesus says he'll try to change Greg's mind. He'll try to he'll try to convert he'll try to convert the water inside his brain into a wine and get him drunk and make his decision. And Sasha says Greg's a dick. Why is he in charge? And why aren't you in charge, Jesus? Seriously. Jesus says. I cannot be in charge. I cannot do it. And then, then we have this amazing line right here. Here it is. Jesus? Well, no, sorry, where was it? Here it is. What do you Jesus. want, Jesus? <laughs> what do you want, Jesus? <laughs> what do you want, Jesus? <laughs> I just love that line for whatever reason. <laughs> what do you want? What? What's Jesus? What do you what get you... the Jesus that has oh everything? God. Yeah. What do you want for what do you what do you want for Christmas, Jesus? <laughs> what do you want, oh Jesus? Oh my god, it's your birthday, Oh my god, Jesus, what do you want? <laughs> it's just just the way she says it, it was just it's ridiculous. What, <laughs> what do you oh want, god. Jesus? <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Okay, so Sasha and Jesus, she she gives Jesus what he wants. Jesus says he just wants to help. Sasha, you need to you need to do more. I I, I just wanna save people. Dance. <laughs> dance, dance, dance. So Sasha says, uh, you need to take over Hilltop, man, is basically what she says to him. And he hands her some some necklace or something. I didn't see what it was, but it was Abraham's. And mm. she, she he says, I liked Abraham. Abraham was a guy, to was one of those type of guys that can make you smile and wince at the same time. I think people yep. could say that about us, Joe. Wouldn't that have been great if that was a necklace that was Abraham's, but mm. it was given to him by Sasha? You know, that thing that Sasha gave him? Mm. Not Sasha, that uh, oh, Rosita uh, gave Rosita, him. Rosita, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's what... Tara Chan yeah. says, was it that? The necklace that Rosita made for him. That, I that's what was. I was, that's what was, I was thinking. Like, red. like I how fucking like flash. great would that be? Like, here, this was Abraham's. I think you'd want oh. this. And like, he's giving her Rosita's fucking like sea glass or some shit. Oh, and man. Cor Corey Mitchell Gosh. wants to add, so season six lasted all but two days, but Carl and Enid skate at warp speeds to somehow make right. it, mm -hmm. right. make it mm -hmm. there. Okay, so so the girl- you gotta figure. She she rode her bike three quarters of the way there. Yes, yeah, she and, was ten speeding most right. of the way. Right. And right. I love how scavenged this whole area is that the like nobody's found the roller skates. Nobody thought like, oh yeah, the I can roller skate backpack, with a girl back on the hilltop. On the Joe, the I, and I and I don't want to spend I don't want to attack the writer's room, but this was do you know what would be a really cool image if we had Sasha and Carl uh roller skating together. So how can we make it happen? Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Let's just have them find some roller skates on the side of the road. That will make sense. Oh yeah, let's do it. It happens. It happens. Yeah, they said uh, they could have found bicycles. Totally. Bicycles would have been better. 
<laughs> oh, lovers do the bicycle thing through the park too, right? It doesn't uh, always to be like sorry, roller skating. I have to give atheist bastard a kiss. Thank you, atheist bastard. Mwah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. A smooth face, Phil kiss. <laughs> Tara Chan says, "I don't want to attack the writers' room. Don't lie, Phil. Okay, I do want to attack the fucking writers' room. I'm gonna go in there with a fucking chainsaw. Bring Vince Gilligan in there and fucking do. tell Vince Gilligan to take over every show with his writing staff. Bring them all in." But no, I don't like we should have burned the zombies in the fucking quarry. <laughs> Bring That's Frank Darabont to make gosh. a uh, cru- a a, re- a amazing return. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> pinky ring. Thank you, my friend. Okay, so uh, so hands with the necklace, and <laughs> Jesus set the girls. Uh, Jesus is gonna have the, have a good time with them. So Maggie asks why they burn the bodies there, and he says, "I don't know why we do. It's just a custom, but we remember them." In us. We're the ones that remember the people. Maggie and Sasha. Because it's a hell of a lot easier to burn the fucking bodies than to dig a six foot fucking hole every time somebody yeah. fucking dies. Are you kidding me? Less I don't even know why they. Work. Like, you need to do something to get rid of the body, but like the burying thing, that just, yeah. Come on. You're going to run out of room. Who wants to be fucking like halfway in a ditch trying to bury somebody, trying to dig a hole when like five zombies come rolling up and fall in the ditch with you? <laughs> like, let's just throw some fucking you know kindling on the fucking motherfucker and be done with it oops writers Vera says writers never had bikes they hate bikes if they found bikes they would have to play the butch and sundance song ic says just drop a like and wonder why joe doesn't like westward walkers keep dropping on my head oh wait that's the dwight song like the rig oh thank you so much okay so walkers keep <laughs> dropping on, on my head. head keep stopping on just my head just like the walker who's beating <laughs> <laughs> something like that okay so then maggie and sasha are talking and uh they say that they say oh well, this guy's see the bicycle yeah Corey. this dude is a fucking idiot no he's an idiot oh no he's a coward he's an idiot so maggie says let's get some sleep yes. and we'll head off tomorrow so our next scene we get enid on a bike as she notices a puddle and then a walker comes at her and she pauses <laughs> and but then she runs and right at that point a car shows up and perfect timing and backs over the walker or runs over the walker and then backs over and it. the bicycle and the, and bicycle, the bicycle and the bicycle mm-hmm. and it is carl and he just like felt- so here's the thing why are these people like fucking last week or the week before was it Fuckface gets off his motorcycle and was like i'm gonna push my motorcycle through this patch of walkers because it's really creepy and like she sees a puddle which yeah it's kind of strange because nothing else is wet which means the puddle's got to be fresh was it blood was it water what was it I don't know. I'm an investigative Enid. I'll get off my bike and figure this mystery out for a minute. Are you kidding me? Just stay on your fucking bike and get to where the fuck you're going. What are you doing? Like, yeah, it seems like at this point you'd be running into lots of and then, puddles of weird stuff. And then Carl, the awesome fucking brain in his head, is like, let me take my car and ram it into Just this fucking thing instead of getting out and shooting it or getting out and stabbing it in the head. Let me completely ruin our only means of transportation as we're stuck out here and God knows where, halfway between here and there. How many times have they both been to the fucking hilltop? They know how to get there? Really? Has Carl been there? Did we we see Carl go to the hilltop just that once in the truck where they had to drive all the way around the fucking east coast to get there the night that Abraham and Glenn got their brains bashed in yeah but I remember how to get to the fucking hilltop no problem don't worry about it we'll walk there we'll be just fine what the fuck what the fuck and this is my favorite episode of the season <laughs> so okay so Enid's on the bug she notices and yes I throw in a puddle of mud and the walker comes after her and she goes and Carl drives over it. 
So that night, Maggie and Sasha are sleeping and they're awoken to Beethoven music. And I only think I know Beethoven because the, the, uh, the, what do you, I think it's Beethoven. And I think that's what the, the subtitle said. So, and then they see some fire and the gates are open. Sasha heads out to shut it all off and fuck up and shut off the radio. So we go back and Sasha's watching all the walkers come in and the music's just fitting to the moment. It's, this is one of my favorite scenes. This is my, probably my favorite scene of the season. And the music is just so fitting to the moment. It, it fits so well with what's going on. Maggie comes out too and is like, what the fuck? Jesus comes out and then Jesus starts going all ninja, kicking some shit. Maggie comes out and starts going all Captain America and just taking over command like you go over here you do this you go do this you go do this she totally has a captain america moment we see gregory and she goes and gets the tractor and then she goes and gets the tractor great we see maggie we see we see uh greg looking like a pussy and kind of backing out and then we see sasha and jesus meet and they talk about closing the gates enter maggie with uh the tractor and maggie just starts running over track walkers like crazy with the tractor I I know some people like the, the deeper stuff of The Walking Dead. For me, when The Walking Dead does shit like this, I think it's at its best. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're just having yes. Maggie driving around in a tractor, running over walkers, while you see just mass medlem going on. And you see Gregory being a little pussy in the back and seeing all different people react to these crazy situations. I, I don't know. That's what I love about The Walking Dead. And oh, yeah. maybe I'm it's just... Supposed- about zombies zombies are supposed to be a threat like and and i know i've read up to like the they get to the hilltop in the books and even in the books the zombies aren't that much of a threat they're not that highlighted even in the books so but i watched the show i want more zombie threats i want the zombies to be a little bit more dangerous hello eric zombie action yeah and i thought tonight was a did a good job of that in the enid scene and then in this scene too good good evening eric question can we also expect a cute little gingerbread along with the maggie's baby maggie had her uh bossy boots on it was carl backed up it was carl's backed up semen <laughs> surprised he hit the walker judging his dart skills earlier in the episode <laughs> that card is yeah. fucking funny shit so okay so sasha and jesus meet they talk okay so then we get a quick cut of sasha and jesus killing a lot of walkers and it's a really fun scene that just eventually cuts to black so then after our commercial break we get enid and carl talking about death and weird shit and then carl uh talks about how he looked when negan killed glenn and and uh abraham and Mm -hmm. so he would Mm -hmm. never forget so he would remember yes and enid says uh and he says i want to kill negan that's my plan i'm gonna kill negan no no right no no he watched so that when it came time to kill the motherfucker there wouldn't be a choice about it. right he wouldn't hesitate he wasn't hesitating there would no hesitation and and she giving him all the signs and i don't think i think she's a far better singer than she's an actress but she but she's what she was trying to do is she was she was trying to be like well anything you Carl I feel the same way you do she's just really trying to make him feel good she spends most of part this episode trying to be like dude dude I'm right here dude and she yeah make your move dude and and this is where she kind of starts where she goes yeah I'd kill him too I'd kill him too I'd do it for loved ones I'd do that and they they just talk back and forth I'm doing it for yeah that's i'm doing i'm doing it yeah i'm doing it for other reasons so that i'm doing it because i'm a selfish motherfucker yep and then we speaking of hungry like lucille like the wolf speaking of selfish motherfuckers we go to gregory and jesus and here we have this conversation let's listen to this one this is a good one to listen to 
Sasha. They're state. You're not in charge, Jesus. I am. I'm the one who has to look after the safety of this place. What, are you telling me you want to call the plays after all this time? After I set the table here? It's much harder than you think, Jesus. Say the word. You can be king broken gate. if you want to deal Say with this. all the bullshit. All of this can be yours. And Jesus should have been like, yeah, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, you stupid asshole. Yep. So, Magri said... Active leader, uh, Maggie, you are now leader. <laughs> so this scene culminates with Gregory talking mad shit to both of them, and then the saviors eventually showing up and yelling, "Go uh, protect that or hide these people! Hide, hide, uh, hide! Get hide. in the closet! You got him in the closet! You get in the closet! Shit, get under the bed, quick!" Yeah, get in the front hall closet. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> what? That, they're never, they're never gonna look there. They're never gonna look at the front hall closet. Yeah. Wouldn't they, Avera says, wouldn't they know that Gregory was complicit? Remember they faked a head in, uh, they faked a head to look like him at the compound. Yeah, no, that is true. To be fair, as exciting as Sasha is, she might be a literal zombie. <laughs> Sasha, definitely not, uh, not, not a captivating character for me either on the show. Yeah. She's a stoic one. She is. What? Stony. You, you're, you're leader of the hilltop, and they come and they say, we're taking half, and they come every month and they take half, and every now and then they even, like, randomly just spread out and search the place and take all this place. all yeah. the shit and, and everything. But isn't, like, one of your first orders, like, all right, we're building a false wall in front of this wall, and you only tell one person, like, Jesus about it? And you build this false wall. I think I think what you're doing, Joe. I agree with you, but I think you're you're casting too much ambition on this guy. I think at this point, all he can really give a shit about is surviving moment to moment when it comes down to it. And I think and and bargaining for sex, bargaining for sex, stealing watches off of graves, stealing watches off. It's a fine watch. Didn't want to get rained on. Yeah, he's a narcissist. He's incapable of doing all of these things that he hypes himself up as being able to do. And so he's leader, which makes total sense. Yeah, fuck, fuck the the hilltop getting any of this whiskey. Uh, he he kept all that whiskey for himself, yeah. and the, yeah, his, saviors he, just did hmm. to him what he did to his own fucking people. Yep. So our next scene, we see Greg letting in. I agree with you 100, Joe. Uh, we see Trevor walking around the house, and let's listen to a little bit of Trevor uh, or whatever hell his name is on the show. Simon, Simon thank you, kid. Welcome to Hilltop Colony. Thank you. Do, uh, make self at home? Mm, this isn't a social call. Oh, I, I wouldn't think it is. <laughs> we need to talk. And he's just right from the beginning. Getting a little claustrophobic in here, right? Charismatic. Charismatic, right from the beginning, exactly. For, mm-hmm. for this type of thing, and I'm not saying Jeffrey D. Morgan, and I'm not, I, Negan wasn't in this episode. We're not going to spend a lot of time trashing Negan. There's plenty of episodes I that I find hope. no char- charisma. But, but for whatever it's worth, some people in being a dick, there's very few people on the earth that can do it as well as Stephen Ogg. He's just, yeah. he's exceptional mm-hmm. at it. So, so it just comes very natural to him. Anyone who's played Grand Theft Auto, uh, just the, his voice, his his cadence, or seen him in be- even better call Saul in everything he's in. He is an exceptional dick, 
and it co- and it comes through extremely well in this episode. And he's mugging for the camera the whole time with the smiling at the camera. He's doing all those things white that teeth. Those white, white teeth, yeah. Oh, holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll see. Oh shit! Baby face. <laughs> Fucking horrible, horrible, horrible. I, I really, I really like his performance, and he is. He's very charismatic, and and mm. I, I, I said it before, I think, but I, it kept making me think back to his introduction to the show. And when we when we got him, when he was making his little speech, talking with Rick at the bridge and the different spots that the, they stopped him on their route to the hilltop with Maggie's dire need mm. in that finale. And like the way he was coming across, like, you know, uh, aren't aren't I treating you like it's your last day on Earth? Aren't I treating you good? Like he was very charismatic then, too, and came off as a dick much better than than Negan has yeah well he has he has dimension even the writing he has it's similar to negan's but it's different it has dimension to it it has depth whereas negan is just one dimensional yeah so so speaking of one dimension no we get then we get our fear the walking dead commercial about a girl walking around she sees a walker she's gonna kill a walker and someone shoots her and it splats with blood okay i got it that's, oh. that, I got to, I'm a, we're gonna do a replay of that. I'm gonna kill you. I, I actually, I actually really like the webisodes, and these come off as webisodes. Yeah. Um, but these ones are really kind of slow, and and uh, I haven't really. I like wa- waiting for all the webisode shit to to be able to watch the entire story at once. Um, some of them are really good. Some of them are really good. Uh, I haven't been able to get into this one. <laughs> This this one I liked the plane shit from last season. Yeah, the plane stuff was yeah. mildly interesting from last season. <laughs> Iron Throne, we need reaction for seeing me in the bearded face. Chandler Riggs is a shit actor. I didn't notice his acting in 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 this episode. I I I didn't notice his acting in this episode too, though. That's because they cover half his face, so it makes his acting that much better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we come back for we come back from our commercial break, and uh, it's Trevor and Greg talking about the message from wow. last night. In, in regarding last night, then message received loud and clear. Well, what was right. the yeah, message? And he just goes, what's the message? And he goes, oh, you were trying to make an example of me. Uh, and uh, and Trevor gives a great speech here. Who's boss? Trying to show us his boss. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, shit. Just... And so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When the first thing I thought when they showed up and they came through was, Greg's a dead man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg's a dead man, period. And this is why I kind of thought that was um, he already sent someone to try to kill him, and they mentioned that later. But I got the impression when, because he sent someone to kill him, that even though they were dealing with Negan's men, they weren't letting Negan's men in. That's kind of like the impression I got. Like, they were able to, like, make Hmm. this deal, but you know, they weren't able to get it, Greg. So it wasn't like as well, though they were walking through with all the guns and all this shit as well, much as no, it is. Part of the message of trying to kill Gregory is that it was one of his own people doing it. Yeah, that they had the power over him to allow one of his own people to do that. 
Yeah, because they had taken that dude's brother hostage and then sent right. him to kill Gregory to save his brother's life. So it was kind of, it was some of those mind games that are, are in, in supposed to be what Negan is. In more of the mind games comes in this scene where they send those walkers in so that they could come in and save the day and show them that they needed them because they took all their weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. But instead, Sasha and Maggie and Jesus kill all the walkers. And uh, Trevor has a great line read where he goes, yep, they're dead. Very, 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 very dead, or something. Yeah, very, talking about his guy, talking about his guys that used to be in control, used to be the point guys, the ones that Rick killed, all the people that Rick killed last season, and uh, and Gregory plays, oh, they're dead, and he's like, yep, very dead, very, 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 very dead. But those people that killed them, the Alexandrians, they're real go-getters. So Greg's so scared, trying to talk around the fact that he didn't hire the Alexandrians to wipe up, wipe out Negan. And he, he says, let me, let me give a, you know, I want, send my love to Negan, send his respect. I want to send all the respects. And Trevor's character or Trevor is basically like, no, I'm your Negan. Negan wants me to be in charge. I'm the one you're going to deal with from right now. I'm the one whose ass you need to kiss right now. And, and, uh, and yeah. And uh, he says to him, is there anything else I need to know right now, Gregory? And Gregory says, yeah, there's something else you need to know. And he heads them and Gregory immediately takes them. And I missed this at first. It took me a second to get what happened here. But Gregory takes them to the closet that he thinks Maggie and Sasha are in. And it ends up being the booze because Jesus switched closets with them or put them in their in the bedroom instead of the closet or something like that. And and, and that's, Jesus yeah, yeah. working miracles. He didn't see them. Like, he was standing in the front hall the whole time waiting for the guys to come up. So, like, Jesus ushered them into the closet. And as they were walking in the front door and standing all around the hallway themselves, Jesus ushered them upstairs into the bedroom, nobody seeing them. Not even the, you know, Greg seeing them. Carried whiskey boxes. Yeah. Joe, uh, he, he, he's, he, Jesus grew up in Hogwarts. He has a cloak of invisibility he was using. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know, you ever walk through an old building like that? You know how much noise it makes Creek. when you move. Yeah, you cannot sneak. That's oh, one of those television, sense. real life things. In real life, it's hard to sneak past anybody. You know how hard it is to just sneak out of a room when someone's sleeping with creaking floors and shit. It's opening the door. Like, oh, it, like terrible, anytime yeah. I open the door to just like duck in to feed the kitties, Katie wakes up and like. She's a fucking log when she sleeps. <laughs> you, you dead bird. I know she's just a bird. She's like, like I mm -hmm. kick and punch her in, in my sleep and stuff. People would think I, I'm abusing her, but she doesn't even budge. You know, like <laughs> Greg, like Greg, like Pluto of Animal House. They took the bar, the whole fucking bar. Yeah, they took the bar, the whole fucking bar. Know, right? They didn't even leave him the half bottle. That bottle was opened already. Like he was like, nope, I'm taking that half bottle. My but it's yeah gregory was yeah. devastated. oh yeah gregory so he shows him the bottle and it ends up being a scot all of his scotch and uh he's like oh thank you for the scotch i don't like scotch it tastes like uh, i have the line i want to hear i want to hear the way he says it because it's a good line right into greg's bedroom closet this great move by the scotch oh here it is well not just hate the stuff it tastes like uh Ashtrays and window cleaner. <laughs> it tastes like ashtrays and window cleaner. So uh, so he takes it and he says, I'm going to give it to Negan. And you know what? I'm going to tell Negan it's from me. You know, that's just how the game's played. And yep. Yep. 
You fucking asshole. And Gregory would have just ratted on himself if he ratted on Maggie then. Yeah, Gregory just doesn't get it. He's not thinking clearly. I still think Gregory told them when he closed the gate. He probably saw Carl in the truck as well. The lack of gratitude they went, which is stupid to take on Hilltop. They didn't know them. Right in Gregory's bedroom closet. Great move by Jesus. Even if they caught them, Greg would be a dead guy, says Johnny Rico. The oh, yeah. The taste of the new year, ashtrays and window cleaner. I interrupt. So okay, so uh, so Jesus looks and uh, and he just looks at Gregory like you're dead to me. So then we go off to two people that are dead to me, Carl and Enid, as they as they approach and they see Trevor from a distance, and Carl knows Negan's not there because of the truck, you know, because Carl knows Negan's not there because of the truck. Enid says. Listen, you're not coming with me to Hilltop? And Carl says, no, you should come with me to kill kill Negan. Enid says, no, 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 we can't do no, that. No, I'm not a ninja. I'm not a ninja. And she just leans in with those big puffy lips like, Carl? Wouldn't you rather just uh-huh. stay here and fuck me in the leaves than go there and kill him? Yeah. Carl. Carl's like, my... no. What if they came in here before I... Before you tried to give us up, they would have killed you. Oh, wait, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Wrong button. Wrong way. He's, he's like, come on, come on, come on. And finally, she just goes, fuck you. And she just... And she kisses him. And uh, the, and then they have a cute little interaction where she says, I can stop you. I can't, I can't stop you anyway. It's sort of like a Batman moment where, where you just be Batman. Okay, I'm Batman. And, then, and Carl if you, goes off. If you don't go, I'll lose all respect for you. And if you do go, I'll never get to fuck you, but you'll think you can. <laughs> like, it was a very well played, Enid. Yes. It, it was awkward. It was cute. Uh, Enid, Enid looked cute in the scene. It was, it was, uh, it, it was what it was. And yeah. Good for Carl. So, are we in the situation that I knew Negan loves scotch? I would have had a bottle mixed with mercury, lead, and asbestos and pretend I'm hiding it for the saviors, saviors to find. Averis says, Carla's special powers the Lord gives and he takes it away. The close talking lately has been cringeworthy. Enid has been yeah. sketchy since day one. Big Sexy says, I'm in a bar watching, but Gregory is sort of a sack of shit and I'm glad Maggie socked his ass. Love the reviews, guys. Love you, Big Sexy. Is Carl still a virgin? Yes. Yes. Yes, he didn't have to be. He, he, this situation could have ended a lot different for Carl if he wanted it to be wanted it to. So, yeah, He's so really co- into the close talking. Yeah, he likes that close talking. That but you know, I, okay, let's let's just say everything else bad bad body odor aside, bad breath in the zombie apocalypse has to be pretty horrible mm-hmm. too, being that close. Well, like I said, the, mm-hmm. I I imagine like toothbrushes and toothpaste Although it would be pretty high on a lot of people's list of things that they need to scavenge for, I'm sure you would still find a lot of that laying around. Yeah, there, there's a so lot. If, yeah. if that's something that's important are, to you, I mean, and it's easy to just, like, keep your mouth clean, I, th- I would think. There are many ways, yeah. Well, but apparently no one in any of these communities has any herbalist uh, experience, so. Or found a book. Or, or scavenging, or uh, hunting, or... Yeah, any other survival. Oh, and Iron well, well, Throne has a good fair, point to, too. Uh, mint, and, and, they can use mint leaves for uh, for mouth refreshers yep. too. Oh, so yeah. And, so I mean, yes, mint is everywhere. Mint varieties. There are so many things you can use. <laughs> Carl could have Olivia anytime he wants. Yeah, you could, you could get you could. She's the she's the man maker is what they call Olivia in the uh, in the in Alexandria. Oh. 
<laughs> She's the man maker. Daryl does, but never mind. I think I think I need a, sa a Dwight sandwich. Be right back. Yes, yes, yes. I need some technical difficulties too. In a couple of weeks, their technical difficulties are going to end forever. Okay, so uh, so Greg and and uh, and Sasha and Maggie have a talk, and Jesus basically puts his ball puts puts his balls up against the wall, and he goes. Uh, you guys are staying. Everyone's staying. We're a happy dysfunctional family. We're all staying. You're staying. Greg says we made progress today and that let's play nice. Or Greg comes out and says, we made progress today. You know, let's let's play nice. And she he also kind of hints within this. I might have skipped over the actual moment where he does. But he hints that if Sasha spends the night with him, he'll... Uh, well, Sasha says... Uh, says Maggie stays here and I'll do, I'll work for you or something. Right, some right, like yes. That. And, and uh, yeah, I'll go. And he says, well, that's something that we would need to discuss further. Maybe we should talk alone later. Just you and me with and, the, like, and, once over look to and Maggie's universal. I want those boobies. <laughs> I don't care about your brain. I'm looking at your boobies as I talk to you. And Maggie's heard this before and immediately takes offense. King J Uno says, I just want to be as happy as two kids roller skating in the zombie apocalypse. I think we all do. I think we I tried to kill you. That was a misunderstanding. And as soon as the saviors leave, we'll get them the hell out of here before something bad really happens. Stop. They're staying. But do you want to make it public? You want to make the deal with Alexandria public? Lose your plausible deniability? This is our next scene. Lose your position? So you're going to be in charge now? No. Nope. Nope. No bitch. It's just that you won't be. Maggie and Sasha are staying. I'm staying. We're all going to be one big, happy, dysfunctional family. Yay! Yay! So, so Jesus just comes in and he says this is going to be a change. Sasha uh, and they and they also kind of talk. Sasha and Jesus talk after this point, and they have a little interaction where Jesus is like, "I'm sorry like about Maggie what." Punches him in the face. Yeah, Maggie eventually in that yeah, scene yeah. culminates to punching him in the face. And, really and also, so it's kind of a hodgepodge. I didn't take great notes during this section, but Sa Sasha and Sasha eventually also talks to Jesus here and says, listen, you want to help us? You really want to help us? Find out where Negan lives. That's what I really want to find out. We're not going to tell Maggie about that, but I want to find out where Negan lives. <clears throat> and Jesus says, I can do that. <laughs> that I can do. As Maggie heads outside, she sees the balloons and sees Enid there. And she says, you okay? I'm okay. But I'm better now because there's balloons. Oh. Yeah, but I love balloons. And Enid uh, says, did you really kill walkers in a tractor? That's cool. And Maggie says, I also ran over some boy's car, his Camaro, when he was a bad boy. So Sasha, It's not just balloons, but she she brought the helium with her too. <laughs> King J Uno she says, was like, "Oh, cool! A travel tank for helium. Yeah, Got to bring was in this with for the, the balloons." There was a little helium tank in with the roller skates. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, may, miracles. May, miracles do happen. Miracle. Uh, King King yeah, J Uno says, "Leave me alone with Rosita throughout the apocalypse, and I'm all set." Varys says, "Jesus wants to be the gingerbread boy's stepdad." I got that vibe too, Varys. I'll be happy with Rosita, Beth, and Maggie all alone. Says Sandman. Yeah, I think everyone would. Corey says, "You could use a the Scotch window cleaner for mouthwash." Very true, Corey. Big sexy says, "That's just amazingly." Convenient that it happens to be two pairs of perfectly fitting roller skates on the side of the fucking yeah. road. 
And mm -hmm. nice high knee socks for them. And they yeah. fit them too. Anyone who's ever wore roller skates too, though, if they don't fit right, it's fucking even more difficult to use them. Yeah, okay, it's so painful. it's painful. Yeah. It's very painful. So, so Sasha comes through and they talk about Imagine the them trying to stop on the first hill they're going down. Oh, I was always terrible at stopping in roller skates. It's horrible. But no, that's okay. Maggie ran over some voice Camaro. Sasha comes in and talks about how uh, she saw balloons on the graves. And and Maggie says, I was going to put this watch on Glenn's grave after I stole but it back. Greg from fucking stole but Greg it. Greg stole it. Cocksucker. Yeah, just like anyone else would. Come on, Maggie. And Dude. out of all the things Greg did, taking the watches. Oh, I got to take it out. That's a fucking good watch. Hey, don't leave it on top of the grave if you want. You put it in the grave. Yep. If it, anything, yeah, you don't just leave it. On. <laughs> no one will take this. They'll understand. Ahmed says Enid is like Creed from The Office. She gets excited and preoccupied with the stupidest of things. And uh, and then we have to remember him. Oh, look, a picture on the wall. <laughs> Sasha comes in. Oh yeah, we forgot about the whole picture thing. There's also this whole side oh, yeah, side painting. side point with the painting and Trevor when he comes in and harasses Gregory about the painting. He's gonna take the painting too when he takes the uh, booze as well. So uh, Sasha comes in and and she says they left the balloons in the grave and. Maggie says, I was going to leave the watch there, but I changed my mind because it doesn't matter anymore. We're she echoes what Jesus said earlier in the episode. We're going to remember them inside of us. So then we see supplies in the back of the truck. All Negan's guys are piling their shit together. And we see Jesus sneaking into the back of did we, the... Did anyone Ninja think Jesus. that Carl wasn't in that truck? No, of course not. And everything that goodness sins. And then we also hear this knife sharpening during this scene, and it's it's kind of a it's it's interestingly edited together. And then mm -hmm. he shows up and sees Carl in the back of the car. He's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on, Carl?" Uh, he takes so a swig from the whiskey and he yep. starts dumping it out. Yep. Yep. And oh, and that is the end of our episode. I thought it was a good end to the episode, yes, yeah. and I'm excited. Jesus is there. I wish I was more excited about Carl. I just. I'm expecting maybe some cool things with the character. I just hope Chandler Riggs can pull it off. It's with him. It's more about the actor. I, I just I'm not the biggest fan of him as an actor. Yeah, I'm hoping that that we get some good amount of one on one time with Coral and Jesus. Um, we have Rick's raising and teaching of Carl and how to use weapons and kill and moral decision making and all between peaceful and violent and but oh, now oh, it'd oh, be oh. nice to see uh how carl does with another person without dad's influence around someone that you know hopefully they get to spend like a week or two together on the road here <laughs> and maybe you know of their time I'm not then maybe Carl can actually learn something from the character I agree with you Joe I, I just it just comes down to break to break the wall I just wonder if Chandler Riggs can pull off what's gonna happen here what's what where this story is gonna be taken from this point on I hope so I just don't out of all the actors on this show he's the one I have the least faith in and I know that's horrible but he's the one I have the least faith in for being able to pull off some shit I just don't buy him but I hope he proves me wrong by the end of the season we have a couple comments 
comments before we call it an evening. Why hasn't Jesus taught anyone to fight? The character's portrayed as helping, very confused about this person. And thank well, goodness. And that's what I'm hoping happens with Carl. Yeah, yeah me too, Joe. He thank teaches them how to fight. One eyed ninja apprentice. Right. Thank goodness Joe catches things. I Lion Fury. I miss it. Makes <laughs> it makes the show so awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they should pull Ninja a Jesus and half blind fury. Eli says they should pull a Dario with Carl and bring on a Carl 2.0. I think Jesus and Carl will be interesting and while Chandler Riggs isn't that good, I don't see how I don't see how he's awful to be to be honest. I, I, I hear that. I don't think I don't think he's I think he has moments of awful, but most of the time is pretty good. So yeah, I I think depend it could be dependent on who he's working with. Jesus may be able to bring out a little more of a depth to his his acting. Jesus is the father Carl never had. <laughs> I really don't think Carl's that bad. He's not winning an Emmy, but he's not horrible. Hannah, Hannah, I think that's a good way of putting it. It could always be worse as I had thrown. Jesus and Carl's fighting training montage. Replace Carl with the mountain. Recast him with the mountain. <laughs> That'd be fucking perfect. Seriously, I thought Gregory was going to call Mar Maggie Toots toots tutors or something or like that um she had uh, skate keys yeah that's the ticket i die with my skate keys on i need a safe space i think carol and sasha should go wolves on these people all things are possible through jesus one episode with negan and it was a blast lola great to see our friend lola from po from poland actually carl lola. sandman says phil actually carl really is that bad so was the episode uh, was the episode good it was i think i think we can all well, all together say that the general consensus was this was one of, if not the best season episode of the season. I mean, some people could have really liked the premiere episode, I guess. <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry, I was trying, I'm trying to set Joe up. Replace Kyle with a very obvious oriental stunt double when he fights. How does Kyle maintain those 70s rock band hair with the saviors took all his shampoo and conditioner? Good question. Carl's acting has gone. King, <laughs> he has a switchblade comb. King J Uno. Carl's acting has gone downhill since Alexandria. Sandman says, "I really like Daryl in this episode. I no, I really like the Daryl episode." Simon made this episode as Johnny Rico. I agree. Terry Chan says, "I like last week's episode a bit better." Terry Chan, I think I'm with you as the parts of last week's episode that I liked. I liked better than this episode, but as a whole, this was a better episode. I liked all the Rick stuff and the Alexandrian stuff last week. I didn't love. I didn't love the Negan stuff. Speaking of which, we have Joe's review from last week's episode of of uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, this oh, is a God. really long message, everybody. So, uh, so here's Joe's review from last week's episode. Oh, God. Just what I wanted. Another forty minutes of Negan. Wow, just fucking blow my. <laughs> And that's the message, everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think the fucks kept going after I hung up. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. Seriously, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Well, I was like, I mean, come on. I, uh, what, what, my my, really... my biggest thing, the biggest thing I kept, I, I, I'm thinking about it Shut is. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Out of the first three episodes and 20 minutes of the episode <laughs> from last season, it's, so three episodes, uh, the, in 20 minutes it's we'll call it you know an hour oh, and a, uh, two and a half hours and like out of that two and a half hours of actual walking dead footage and time 
two hours of it is Negan running his fucking mouth. And if you binge watch this, if you go to Netflix or any one of these fucking channels and you get to season, the end of season, this, this fucking block of shows, you're going to be watching literally two hours of Negan running his fucking mouth with little fucking blops of other shit in between Mm -hmm. it. It, it would drive me absolutely insane and it would kill. I imagine like it would, it's going to kill anybody who streams. This is the moment that streams stop. They'll be like, awesome. New watchers or new, new streams of the walking dead or restreams of the walking dead were great until they get to this fucking block because who the fuck is going to suffer through a, basically a two hour monologue, fucking Negan being a fucking. So would you call Negan the shark? I, I believe he, I, uh, if there weren't already a fucking dumpster scene, I would. <laughs> now, now, Joe, what did you think of last week with the reveal of of uh, Rick realizing about the Shane situation, about that Shane is Judas's father? Did you? Uh, I liked that it was the fir- uh, maybe first or second time we've actually heard him talk about it. I think um, it was the first time we've ever had seen him directly yeah. se- address the issue. Uh, and as, about the being a father, being that I'm not the most yeah. likely, definitely not the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time, and I like that it was to um, to uh, Michonne, mm. and I liked M- Michonne's response to it all, and that was one of the very good, the high points. Yes, of an otherwise. <laughs> crappy episode. Vince yes. Vince says Jesus is the real savior here. Well, I got to say Westworld was absolute fire this week. What do you think I'm doing right when I get off this stream? I might stream uh. watching the episode right afterwards. Uh, I think it's PP pants time for Joe. Do yourself a courtesy Claudia for real. I'm going to I'm going to watch that shit right after this. Me too. I think the majority consensus of Negan is positive. I have no idea why is this Terra Chad. Rick hallucinated Shane when attacking the governor. Badcasting with Negan just saying, "Katie, help me understand." Oh, Joe but why bring that up to give Michonne a piece of himself so personal so she could just stay around? I, I think I think he's he's a worried about not just her staying around, but he knows she's practicing to be a sniper. We hear him say that. And he he's put it all together and he knows that she's gonna go try to take a shot and he doesn't want to lose her either. He no. says it in that speech. Everything I, I'm not losing anyone else. And she tries to be like, dude, it's not when people die, it's not your fault in this world. It's not always your fault. Not always, but sometimes it is. And if I don't speak up now and do everything I can to get you to not do this, mm. you're most likely going to die too. And he doesn't want that. And he wants her to stay around in case she's just thinking about taking off too. Um, so it may have been a little bit too like, I know she's not my daughter, but I love her. Yeah, you know. These no, I mean, your kids. You, Carl's not your son. She's it's not it's your a responsibility. Daughter, it's one. Of the, and now you're in the mother figure. And when you're in a role like that, when you're in a world like this, you want something to keep you going, a reason to keep fighting every day, and the baby helps that out. So everybody, I might be on within the next uh, half an hour, hour to watch Westworld live and do my review live. But I don't know. I I, I got to see. I'm I'm really feeling it, and I got my setup already set up in the other room. So I might just go immediately live into doing a live watch of Westworld after this cast within a little bit. But if not, I'll be on tomorrow. I have the event scheduled for tomorrow, but that I didn't know how it'd feel afterwards, but I'm still hype and a little buzzed, so I might go right into it. But everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week. I'll be back yeah. next week to talk about the re- talk about The Walking Dead, and Joe and Katie will be back the week after that. 
And uh, Joe and Katie, great to talk to you guys. And uh, everyone in the live chat, if you haven't already. Yes, get this shit off your chest. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back to talk about every episode of The Walking Dead. And I will be back very soon to talk about some Westworld. Everyone, have a good night. We will talk to you guys next time. Love. Oh, wait, where the fucking... Push the button. Oh my god, Critch. Oh my god, Critch.